to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. I don't know about you, but I am excited to be in God's house. If you drove up this morning, there's some barbecue that's going down behind us over here, all right? So uh, we will get into the Word. Anybody hungry for the Word of God, the bread of life, by the way? Come on. Anybody? Let's feast here first, yes? That's what we love to do because that's what uh, God has prepared a table for us. I want to just say thank you to our pastor for this opportunity to do this series. Can we thank the Lord for our pastor, his wife, and family? Man, just honor to serve here. We'll conclude the Remnant series this morning. I'll do just a quick intro, but I'm excited. Our pastor has a new series coming up that'll start next Sunday, um, and it's called History, Same God. How many of you know that God's still working just like he did in the Old Testament, the New Testament, and he's doing it right now? Come on, somebody. He's still working. It's like I heard the Lord say it this way. The book of Acts has never ended. Like we're, the story still being written. Why? Because there's sons and daughters filled with the Holy Spirit of God and the kingdom of heaven is still being advanced. So I'm excited for our pastor as he stands before us and gets to share with us the truth and promises of God from the history of the word. But watch this, as he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that this testimony of Jesus and the blood of Jesus will do what? It will always o- overcome the enemy. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so we're excited for that, Pastor. If for some reason you're out of town next weekend on Labor Day, is anybody thankful for our online service? Can we give our online, Brandon and his crew, can we just thank the Lord for all that they do? I'll just give a little commercial right now. If you're looking for a place to serve, you can run a camera. You can be a part of the production room. You can help out because how many know that it takes a team to pull this off so that the message gets out of this house and so somebody can hear. So that's Brandon. All right, if you don't know which one, Brandon, wave at him, Brandon. All right, he's the good looking one in the beard. All right. Hey, I'm telling you, man, if you don't want to be in front of people, there's a great way to be behind people and just plug in that way. Well, this morning as we conclude this Remnant series has been a, a beautiful opportunity just to see that God's always had sons and daughters set apart from himself. In the Hebrew language, as you see that word remnant, it's literally a father with his heart open to his kids. And you can just see his arms, all right? It's an embrace for you as a son and daughter. Watch this, surrounded by his righteousness, his peace, his joy. Has anybody ever received hope again? Has anybody ever just received the goodness of God again? How many know that that's what's in his heart for us. And that's the remnant. That's what we get to receive so that when the lost world sees us respond to a good father, hopefully this is what happens is that they'll realize they have access to him too. 
The first week of that, we looked at the remnant, all right, knows their identity as the sons and daughters of the Lord. Isaiah 43 says it this way, that God literally knows your name and he calls you by name. If you're discouraged anytime this week, would you just let the Lord speak your name out loud? Is anybody encouraged when you speak the name of Jesus out loud? There's power in his name. Speak his name out loud. But watch this, this week, if you just feel frustrated, discouraged, would you just position yourself and just let God speak? speak your name. You're my son. You're my daughter. I am for you. I'm not against you. And I will make all things new. Let him encourage you. The remnant knows, all right, their identity. And watch, then we get to know who he is. And I love this. And I, I love who he made me to be. Do you know he's not making any more of you? Think about that. He made you unique in his image for the purpose to bring glory to his name. And Jesus is our ultimate example of that. And we don't have to do it alone. We get to do it in the Holy Spirit. He calls you by name. And I pray that if you can't currently say, I love who he made me to be, I pray that you'll get to that place. Why? Because that blesses God. That blesses God. You are his handiwork. You are his marvelous creation put here on earth to receive, all right, just the gift of the Holy Spirit through salvation in the person of Jesus that his kingdom be advanced here on earth. That's who we are as his sons and daughters. And then from that place, we invited Gwen Hicks with Amarillo Angels. If you didn't hear that message, listen to it online because what you freely received, how many of you know that we get to freely give back? We're adopted as sons and daughters of God. This is a foster ministry in town. And I know there's a lot of ministries, but this is the one God's called us through our life groups as they take in kids. And I'm so thankful for foster moms and foster dads who provide a safe place for kids to come into their home when it's a tough difficulty. And so our, watch this, our life groups are gonna adopt, adopt those foster moms, those foster dads, those families, and we're gonna put an arm around them and we're gonna get to speak life and encouragement that the kingdom of heaven will be advanced. Amen. Roe v. Wade got overturned. Did you know there's going to be more kids who need safe homes? Come on, somebody. Let us do it. Let the church, the kingdom of heaven, rise up. So that's what the remnant does. We know our identity and what we freely receive. We get to freely give. And then watch this. Then we live from intimacy. Is anybody thankful that the blood of Jesus tore the curtain in half at the end is finished and you and I have access, watch this, to the Father 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't have to walk in here to encounter God. I'm so thankful that we do and we get to continue that. But you can encounter God right there in your living room right there in your workplace. Why? We get to live out of intimacy. The Lord said it this way, through listening prayer. The Krause has shared a powerful testimony last week of what listening prayer. We get to come into God's presence. We get to go, God, what's on your heart? Because I want that to be in my heart. God, what do you say about this curtain situation? Because that's what I want to speak. God, you fulfill your words. That's just who he is. We get to live out of intimacy. So watch. Now we don't see problems. Listen, we see opportunities to what? Agree with what God says is true through his promises. And you and I can shift the atmosphere. I said it this way in the beginning. We've spent too long reacting and responding to the culture of the world by our flesh. When we were not made to respond in our flesh, we were made to what? Reveal what we've received in the Holy Spirit out of the Father's heart. And watch as that kingdom comes, his will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Last Sunday night, I'm just, I'm going through something right now where I, I just had to confess out loud to my wife. You know, 
I, I hate the enemy because how many of you have ever let him put assumptions in your mind? How many know we can assume the worst? Like, isn't it crazy how quick our mind can put us in a bad place? And I'm speaking this out loud to my wife, and I'm so thankful for my wife who said, let's listen to what God says together. Why? Because the remnant can live at a place of intimacy, and right there in our home, we just were silent. Be still and know that I'm a God. And how many know when you position yourself to listen? Our Father's always speaking. We're just not listening very well. And on that night, I got to see assumption go back to the pit of hell because I don't serve the God of assumptions. I serve the God of answers. And he spoke right to it. Yeah, that's worth celebrating because that's our God. That's who he is. That's the embrace of a father and says, Tommy, let me speak to that. There's an opportunity here in the midst of this problem, watch this, to get more of my heart into your heart and watch, now I'm gonna just get to agree with his heart over that situation and the ones involved in that, amen? So I'm not gonna let the enemy deceive me and rob from me. I'm so thankful we get to be a part of the remnant here at the church at Bushland in this community in Amarillo area, the panhandle. I'm thankful that God is bringing people to this house because as he does, how many know the kingdom of heaven will be advanced? If you're looking for a church home, I can 100% say to you, then you found it, it's right here because we just wanna magnify the name of Jesus. There is no man's agenda on this house because this is a house of prayer and Jesus is the head and these guys lead well, leading us to him because he can make all things new. And this morning, when you know your identity, when you live from intimacy, watch this. Now you get to bless out of inheritance. Come on, somebody. Is anybody thankful, all right, that the Holy Spirit is the gift of God that he's poured into our hearts, Romans 5, 5. There's too many believers walking around, not walking in the fullness of the gift that you received, the Holy Spirit of God. That was the whole purpose. Jesus said, I'm gonna go prepare a place and it's not so. He says, I'm gonna come back to be with you. But he also to the disciples, I'm not gonna leave you as orphans. Do you remember this, this conversation? And what he said was, I, the Father and I are gonna come make our home in your heart. How? By way of the Holy Spirit of God. Here's what it says in 1 Peter Chapter one, verse three, these words are not on the screen. Some of the later ones will be, but it says, praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy. Thank you, God, for your mercy. He's given us new birth to be born again into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The grave could not hold my king, and guess what? It can't hold me either. It can't hold me either. What, what resurrection power do you need to arise this week? And then it says, and from that place, I have this inheritance, and we'll see it in a moment where it is the Holy Spirit. That's the free gift of God that comes and lives in our heart. And watch this inheritance. It can never perish. It can never spoil. And it can never fade. And it's kept in heaven for us. Amen? Anybody thankful that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life and it can never be blotted out? That's our inheritance. But are we stewarding our inheritance well? Can I just tell you, we don't come to be consumers, all right? We don't come to be spectators. We come to what? Be givers, and we come to be blessers because the word says, I've already been given everything I need in life and godliness, and it's through the Holy Spirit of God. And how many know that he's willing to fill your heart brand new every morning? Does anybody know that his mercies are new every day? New every day. In the morning when my feet hit the ground, I go, man, God, I love that I get to be your son. And I love that my heart gets to be filled with greater measures of your heart. 
and I'm thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit, and I'm thankful for the gifts that you've entrusted me with. We'll look at that here in a moment, that we get to steward well his kingdom. What does the word say? Your kingdom come, your will be done, what? On earth as it is in heaven. It's time, watch this, we all just stop trying to get to a place and realize the inheritance we have is the place is already got inside of us. Did you hear me? The hope of glory is the kingdom of heaven that's been poured where? God trusts you as his son. God trusts you as his daughter to steward well his presence from this place of inheritance so that when people spend time with me, they're gonna walk away with an encounter with him. And so one of the ways we do that, I wanna let you watch a testimony. We had five couples who just give a testimony of how God's using life groups right here in the church at Bushland because as these large services begin to grow and the first one was almost as full as well, all right, how many know that we need to find our people and our people need to find us? And we're starting in a good place as all the life groups that ended last semester are continuing this semester. So if you've already started with that group, continue on. But if you haven't currently found your place, we're gonna make it easy for you. There's a card at Guest Connect. You put your name and number on this. I'll reach out to you and we'll help get you plugged in, connected. The Pill Barn's one of those places. I'll say more about that after this video. But I want you to hear some sons and daughters who understand their identity, their intimacy, and their inheritance. Let's watch this video. Uh, so I was uh, I was working for Southwest Airlines uh, in Phoenix uh, at the station out there, and an opportunity came up to uh, to be the station leader over here. So I, I switched uh, switched jobs, switched states, and it's been awesome. So. We were probably what four or five months in the club. We moved out here in May uh, March of 2020. Uh, and we were probably I think it was probably six months into COVID, and we're like, we got to find something to, to get involved in. Uh, and this was you know right here, and they had they had just started doing services again. Um, and so we uh, we came out and we really enjoyed the first couple services and, and got hooked. So again, when we had moved, it was the beginning of the pandemic, very start of everything, all the craziness. And um, the first couple months that we lived out here, we didn't know anybody except our realtor and her family. And um, we really just wanted to get to know people and find friends. And so we came to church service and came in and automatically felt like we were, you know, welcomed and loved and. Uh, had some friends that reached out to us and were like, hey, join Life Group. You'll meet more people. And so we did, and it was good for these guys because we were able to, you know, little things from, hey, do you know what kind of doctor I need to find out here for this? And then it became more of um, prayers for our family and um, help for our marriage. And I think it's important to find a community to really um, help you in that growth with your faith and and with the surrounding world that we're in right now, it's nice to have like-minded people with us. We knew Jeff and Melissa, you know, very well, and I had kept up with them over the years. And then I had, uh, uh, we had watched online and knew, you know, we felt like we knew the church and we almost felt like we was a part of it, just watching online. So we instantly knew where, where to come. Well, we kind of had a rough time when we moved here. We had a lot of life events that happened, so it was kind of hard for us to connect for a little bit, but... Yeah, it, it was tough. We, uh, last July, lost one of Sheila's uncles and very big part of the family, and he died early. Uh, about a month later, we lost her other uncle, and 
shortly after that, my dad passed away unexpectedly. It was at the same time that we were getting to be a part of the life groups that you take all of that that we went through and we had prayer. We knew we had prayer support with us. So that was a big part of getting through those difficult times was the connection with the life group. Yeah, I mean, they took us in and didn't skip a beat of the, you know, loving us and encouraging us and praying for us. We knew there was a big part of community that plays into the church. I mean, you can come on Sundays and that's a part, but the bigger part is the fellowship and getting to know each other in, in a in a good, strong companion way. It's just different to go to somebody's house and sit on a couch next to them face to face and get to know them. There's nothing like it. You cannot, you just can't quite get that on a Sunday in an hour at a service. We started last fall at the Peel Barn with Tommy. Uh, it was a very inviting, relaxed environment. The spring uh, semester this year, we were able to transition to our home and uh, able to maintain that same environment with our group, you know, make, make it welcoming for everyone. And we got to see one of the guys in our life group fully surrender his life to Christ and uh, baptize here at church, everything. It's been, it's been really good for us. I think for me, it was more about meeting like new people. I'm not very outgoing or easy. it's not easy for me to like, you know, make friends, I think. So um, we met a lot of really good people that we've developed friendships out of, so that's nice. Yeah, so we have uh, quite a few younger families, um, 20s, early 30s in there. Uh, it's always great to connect with people and uh, dig into God's truths and promises. And, and like I say, realize that you're not fighting this battle alone. You know, everyone's facing the same thing. It's always really comforting to know, you know, that God God still is alive and doing, doing works. People, it seems like uh, the day leading up to life group, you know, the enemy tries to do what he can to to destroy it, you know, uh, got to rush home, make sure the house is clean, you know, make sure uh, everyone's ready to go on the same page. And uh, but by the end of it, I mean, we're late coming to pick our kids up, you know, so it's everyone plugs in. It's, uh, it's a really good time. I highly encourage it. You know, we're not meant to do life alone. It's better together. Uh, helps our, our personal discipleship, our family discipleship, and then go out to the community and disciple that way. So it's been, it's been good. Do it. Take the plunge. It's worth it. Well, we were looking for a church, and we just walked in one Sunday and loved it, and then went to the Pale Barn and with Tommy. And and we were actually sitting at two separate tables, but then our groups ended up merging with another group, and it was totally a God thing. The way that God placed us together with a range of ages from 30s to 60s, uh, but having a lot in common. Uh, we feel like we've known each other for a lot longer than a few months because we didn't actually start meeting in our home until January. You know, together we're better. And with this group, and it's an eclectic group, and they're really good. They're, you've got different personalities that offer different things, and, and it's just it's so much fun. And we look forward to Wednesday nights just because they're all showing up. And, and it's just one of those things that you you miss during the summer 
and we meant to get together, but Jill broke her leg and uh, five places, 18 screws and two metal plates. And uh, But our group was phenomenal during that time. They brought food, they prayers, they were always checking on us. And, and, and we truly are better together because of this group. And what's been really cool is that some of us have children that are grown and are empty nest or nearly empty nest. And then we have others that have children that are younger. And we've been able to kind of minister to each other as they've been in different stages and we're in different stages, uh, just from our experiences, younger to older and older to younger, just walking through life. We'd been here three or four or five times. Um, Chelsea signed us up after, you know, the life group message that they had one one year. Um, they placed us in a really good group. Uh, it fit us perfectly. Oh, um, yeah. They're our best friends. They're the people that they're your biggest cheerleaders and they're your prayer warriors. They're the people you go to when you're grieving and when you're celebrating and just to get daily advice, like, hey, how do I navigate this? How do I, <laughs> what should I do with my kids when they're acting out in this way? Or how should I respond to a certain friend in a certain situation? And it's just so great to have those people that can, can comfort you and help nurture your relationship with Christ and then just give you good, good advice. They seek biblical word to give you, you know, to help you get through those times. And that's been a blessing to us for sure. Yeah. I think as soon as we we showed up to, to Life Group, we found out that half of them probably lived on our street, <laughs> um, if not just a couple blocks away. Uh, everybody had the same age group of kids. Um, we're all doing sports, you know, and they're in the fall and spring together. Um, so we see each other at Life Group, see each other at practice, the games. Um, it's a great way, I, I guess, to uh, find those friends that you're gonna be with, you know, while your your kids are in school here. And um, you're gonna be able to do life with them for many years to come. Yeah, I mean, we even do like birthday parties together, kids' birthday parties, dinners. Um, I feel like there's just an opportunity to always be together and make that time for each other. I feel like we text all throughout the week check in on each other. We have a group me where we're constantly posting different things throughout the week of what's going on in everyone's lives. And um, so yeah, I feel like there's definitely opportunity even outside of life group that you're constantly just together too. So that makes it yeah, like family. <laughs> it kind of goes to what, you know, Jeff has preached about, about uh, when you get bumped, what, what spills out of your cup. And if you don't have uh, if you don't have something constantly filling that cup up, then eventually what spills out is not going to be very good. And Life Group, it, uh, it helps take care of that problem. If you don't feel connected right now, getting involved in a Life Group will most definitely help you feel connected and find your people um, within this church for sure. Can we thank those couples and Brandon putting that together for us? We just wanted you to hear just some evidence of how God's using just the life groups. If you know our core values, know God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference. That's what's being lived out. 
in those life groups. Just be on what God's doing here on the weekend services. And so here's what it looks like. Uh, Melissa and her team on the TCAP app, you can see all the groups that are available. They're throughout the week. This Wednesday is a night of praise, so we'll all be back in here as we praise and just pray together. And then everything starts Wednesday, September 7th. And so there'll be kids groups right here on campus. There'll be over 300 kids every Wednesday night right here in the zone, preschool, and the ark. Can we thank the Lord for all those workers and all that they do as they love on our kids? And if you're looking for a place to serve, I'll say more about this at the end. Find Miss Katie, um, Miss Melissa, uh, Stephen, Kylie, those different ones. I mean, because they'll, they'll, they need extra hands, extra bodies, that type of thing. So if you're looking for a place, that'll happen. But if you're, if you're looking for your place, how do I get started? You heard a couple of testimonies say about the Pill Barn. It's an event center just north of the high school, green top out there, beautiful, sets across from Legacy. If you'll just drop your kids off here, if you have them, if not, come on out there. You walk through those doors. That'll be the hardest thing to do. Walk through those doors Wednesday, September 7th, and the Holy Spirit's gonna lead you to a table, and you're gonna find your people, and they're gonna find you. Last year at this time, we had 50, 60, adults walk through the door, and out of that, there's now five or six life groups that are continuing to, that they'll, they don't have to, they're not coming through that way. So it just gave us a blueprint from the Lord. How do we take new people and let them find each other in that safe place? What are we doing there in the pill barn? We'll have a fun time together. I believe in laughter. Laughter is good medicine, so we'll always have something fun to do at the, the front side of that. And then we take what Pastor Jeff's been preaching on. He's going through this new series. So we get to unpack that together around those tables so that, watch this, we're not just hearers of the word, but we're doers of the word, all right? This is the inheritance that we've been given. How can I use the gifts that God's given me to bless and, and just honor the Lord by blessing and coming alongside others? Here's what it looks like. Look at Acts chapter two. The words will be behind us, but I want you just to see this blueprint in the word of God because we're just following the example of the New Testament church out of the book of Acts says this in Acts 2, 37. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And here it is, here's our inheritance. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. Would anybody agree Bushland's a little far off from Israel? Just a little bit, all right, the New Testament areas. I'm thankful we are the fulfillment of the word of God in the book of Acts, that the gift of the Holy Spirit is for children and those who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. So verse 40, with many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So he's just giving them an invitation, receive the inheritance through salvation in the Holy Spirit so we don't have to be overcome by the things of the world. We're overcome because Jesus was. He is the first fruits of overcoming, and so we get to be a reflection of that. Verse 41, those who accepted his message were baptized. I'm just thankful that these waters continue to be stirred, and that's why we do what we do, so that the lost can be saved, be baptized, and then it says, and about 3,000 were added to their number, that day being saved, and the kingdom of heaven continues to go forth. Here's our life group just blueprint. Look at verse 42. So what did the people do? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, to prayer. 
Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone who was in need. Here's the kingdom. This is what we get to be a part of. Here's how we steward the inheritance of the Lord. Verse 46, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread together in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor uh, the, the favor of all the people. And the, again, the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. This is the kingdom of heaven. This is what God intended, is that once we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we followed through in believer's baptism, that we're filled with the Holy Spirit. And listen, that's a daily thing. How many know that you can wake up in the morning and that the, the word says this, that God gives the Spirit without limit? I heard, I heard it said like this one time, anybody ever leak a little bit the wrong way and maybe some of the goodness of God leaks out of you? How many know there needs to be some new pouring inside of you? Okay, just me, Pastor, all right, Yeah. And so there's an opportunity every day to what? Draw near to God, let him draw near to you. Let what's in the Father's heart become in your heart. Be a demonstration of the goodness of God through what? The gifts of the Holy Spirit, through the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of heaven being lived out here on earth. And that takes place in our life groups. It takes place in our home. It takes place in our schools. It takes place in our workplaces. This is the kingdom, but we need each other. We are better together. We were made to fight for each other, not against each other. This might be a good time to say, I'm fighting for you. Tell the person next to you, I'm for you, not against you, all right? Tell them, I'm for you, I'm not against you. We're gonna, we're gonna advance God's kingdom together, all right? Here's what it looks like, Acts 3, 6. I love these words of Peter and John. Here, listen to the inheritance from their lips. Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have, I give you. So in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they said, get up and walk. How many of you know that that crippled man got up and walked on that day? And that inheritance wasn't based on anything of the world. It was based on everything they had received, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. They respond to God, what? In faith, and they bless others. They bless God by blessing others with what you've received. Are you stewarding well the gifts that God's given you? In our life groups, there's that place. What does that look like? Look at Romans 12, verses four through eight. I love these verses of scripture, these truths and promises. See if this speaks to any of you in the room today. It says this, just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we who are many, what do we do? We form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts. Everybody say different. All right, different gifts. There's no gift that's greater than any other gift. There's no gift that's insignificant to any other gift. If God's the giver of the gifts, then we're the receiver of the gifts. And the one that God's put in me, listen to me, am I stewarding well that gift knowing that what? It only makes this body stronger and ultimately advances God's kingdom. What gift has God given you? It says if a man's gift is prophesying, let him 
use it proportion to his faith. That's just to encourage, build up, bring comfort to by agreeing with God's words. Verse seven, if it is to serve, let him serve. If it's to teach, let him teach. If it's to encourage, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it's leadership, let him govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. And then it goes on to talk about just love. So how many of you in the room know that God's given you a gift? Come on. Anybody? If you've got the gift of the Holy Spirit, then that looks, all right, like serving. That looks like encouraging. Right now, is anybody excited to go have some brisket back door right here? All right, come on. Yeah, I know you're ready. I'm closing. I'm closing, okay? How many know that that's a bunch of sons and daughters right now stewarding well the gifts that God's given them? There is some people out there who can cook some brisket. Come on, Jesus, all right? Yeah, See what I'm saying? There's some people, though, who've made some desserts. There's some people who came and set up tables and chairs. Anybody thankful for our deacons underneath Pastor Cade's leadership who just model these things for us? If you're looking for your place, we've got a security team. We've got a tech team. We got, um, I'm seeing Chris back here, all right? I'm seeing Brandon back here. If you're looking for your place to serve, there's a place here on Wednesday night with our kids. If you just wanna greet people on Sunday mornings, if you wanna lead a life group, if you wanna host a life group, how many of you know that we've all been given different gifts, but they only make the body stronger, which ultimately what? Is a blessing back to God because that's the way he designed it, amen? And that's the kingdom. I, we get some of you just are at a place in life where you're using your gifts in other ministries, all right, in other places of service. So don't feel guilty because you're not serving here. How many know the kingdom's also this? Maybe this is the place where you get to come receive from the Father's heart so that when you go back into your place, watch this, you're doing it out of a place of access and not emptiness. Is that, that's the kingdom, y'all. The kingdom's not just limited to a church house. The kingdom's where your feet are, where you go. That's your mission field. And so if this isn't your place, then we pray as a staff, this will be your place where you get to come be encouraged. You get to come be built up, all right? I know there are a lot of teachers, administrators, different ones, and you've already got your plate full, coaches, different ones. We pray that you come in here and you leave full because as the word of God goes out, it won't return void because we know where you are. That's your mission field. And we're saying we're for that, amen? But I'm gonna say right now, if God's given you some gifts and you're not currently steward them and using them, we're saying to you, we got a place. And it's right here in this house, in this community, in this panhandle. What does that look like? So that God's kingdom will be advanced. I just said, what we've received was always meant to bless the Lord by blessing others. So I'm gonna ask the worship team to come back out. And I just wanna close this way. I want you just here for a moment. I want you just to, I'm gonna ask you to close your eyes. Just maybe even if you're at a place, just lift your hands just before the Lord. Some of you know your gifts and you're stewarding them well. Some of you, I just pray today that the enemy would not deceive you or lie to you and say, that's for someone else to do. You can't do that. No, ask God, go to the source. God, what gift have you given me? that I can use to advance your kingdom. See, the word, we've looked at it. The remnant is sons and daughters who know who they are and love who God made them to be. The remnant lives from a place of access, intimacy. So now we don't see problems. We see opportunities. 
by agreeing with what God says is true through listening prayer. And today we see that the remnant gets to bless out of inheritance. I've been given everything that I need for life and godliness. Think about it this way. Jesus said this, I came to glorify my father. And that's what we get to do as the remnant. And here's what I can promise you. You will be ready for the comeback of Jesus Christ. When you know your identity, you live from intimacy and you are blessing out of inheritance. And not only will you be ready for the trumpet blast of that day, but because you are the remnant, you will be found faithful. But watch this, there'll be others who will be ready for that day too. None of us know the day or the hour, but Jesus is coming again, church. And we are the bride who's to make herself ready. We're the remnant who gets to flow, watch this, from the Holy Spirit as it just continues to come in us, that it will go out of us so that others could see and fear and put their trust in Jesus too. So I'm just gonna ask you to stand. The ministry team's gonna be in front of us. Would you just say, would you just begin to thank God just where you are for salvation if you know the Lord? Would you begin to thank God that he trusts you with gifts? Would you begin just to thank God that he calls you by name? Would you begin to thank Jesus for access to come in and hear God for yourself? And would you just begin to thank God that you get to be a part of a community and a family that uses your gifts to bless him? As the word went out this morning, if you've never said yes to Jesus, today's the day of salvation. Just like in the book of Acts, they added to the number of those being saved. If you've never followed in believer's baptism, you saw some evidence of that this morning. Come down and just say, I've given my heart to Jesus, but I've never been baptized. We'll take those steps with you. And then at that barbecue today, look for others you can get to know. Look for others that you can serve and bless. Look for others that you can say thank you because this all blesses God. So God, we love that we get to be your kids and we just want to steward well. Thank you that you call us your own and we will be found faithful that day when you come and get your kids. So we bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship him. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church at Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.